This is the Podswoggle Network, a podcast network with entertainment. Welcome to the Blank Slate, and thanks for pushing play. I'm your host, Mullet, and that was the first time we've done that tonight. It's been many, many weeks, but I am here to catch up on everything with you, our lovely, lovely listeners. Over Skype is your other host, Rich. How's it going in Chicago? Warm. Actually, very, very warm. It, it has been weird that uh, when I was like check, you know, temperatures on my phone of places I visited or been that I just have on my, you know, my iPhone, and I saw like Akron was like sixty eight, Chicago was like fifty nine. I'm like, yeah. what the hell is going on? Yeah, it's uh, this is my second winter up here, and so. I had last winter, which was a regular winter by all accounts, and this winter. Uh, so I'm just going to assume it's this. It's 50-50, right? That this is it? <laughs> Alec, not good. Well, a boy can dream. You can. Uh, so yeah, so it is the holiday season. As we're recording this, we are 10 days away from Christmas. Hope you get Christmas shopping done. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> well, thankfully, mine for your you is done because I sent you just your box of birthday, Christmas, and whatever else all together. Like in November, I just split the gap. I, if I'm being perfectly honest, the one thing, uh, the one person I am done shopping for is you. Oh, which great! I, who knows when I'll be able to get it to you? Uh, hey, split the difference. Well, don't split the difference, but like, give it to me in February for like my birthday and. Christmas, I think that's fair. I was thinking about probably that's probably what it was going to be. And I'll just, I'll just, and also it'll make my wife upset because I'll treat it like a Valentine's Day gift. <laughs> that gag will never get old. <laughs> oh, the first year uh, that uh, I knew you was also the first year that I had been with Sam, my co-host of Married with Movies. So I got you like a stuffed bear before I got her anything and chocolates <laughs> and chocolates. <laughs> you always and you always add that I got you chocolates. Um, because I only always remember the bear. I remember the more sentimental thing. You remember the thing that you shoved in your fist. The uh, more sentimental thing. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah. So, I think uh, nine years running, it's been that we've reminded each other that uh, that I gave you an anniversary present. <laughs> um, but we're not here to talk about us. And, well, we are. But we're, we're not here to talk about each other and uh, how close we are. We're here to catch up on each other's lives, and by catching up on each other's lives means we catch up on the world of entertainment, the world, uh, just the world in general, and everything that's going on uh, that we haven't personally discussed in weeks, if not months at this point. Am I correct? Yeah, it's been it's been a good while, um, and I'm really excited to get your take on the current uh, GOP field of presidential candidates. Love on, um, you know, what your stance on. <laughs> I love that blanket statement. This is like oh, all of them. Love them all. Love Bring them all. I will say it's uh, it's really difficult. I don't know. Uh, are you really listening to the Bill Simmons podcast? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's really awful every time like I hear him talk to Joe House, who like I've never really like not Joe House, uh, Jacko. Jacko. Uh, and like I've never like really liked, but like you know, it's it's fun to hear him complain about the Yankees. Sure. And now, like now that he's like a like a staunch Republican, I'm just like, oh, okay, that that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So that I really enjoyed this year. Hearing uh, him. <laughs> that made me realize uh, that's my favorite, um, uh, like, celebrity term, or not even celebrity term, but like interview term for um, I'm a Republican is 
and I don't want to go on and on about politics and you know how I feel. It's like, oh, well, you just told me how you feel. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> you don't want to talk about it. Yeah, uh, the t- the two like Republicans that I've just been listening to are, have been Jacko and uh, and my uncle in law, uh, who you know I was able to hear all of his opinions on Thanksgiving. I had like a traditional Thanksgiving. Oh boy, he's going to talk politics, and yep. he works in Trump Towers in New York City, hmm. so. That was fun. I mean, he hates Donald Trump, thankfully, but uh, it, it, it was a lot of fun. I'm just sitting there eating my fourth helping of potatoes, just like, oh, okay, that's yeah, great, yeah, wonderful, cool. It's always an uncle. <laughs> he wasn't as drunk as you would expect, as he was at my wedding. They don't have to be drunk, is from what I've learned. Yeah, um, it's a it's a bonus. <laughs> it makes it easier to take, to be perfectly honest. It really does. Like that's just the booze talking instead yeah. of like instead of uh, he's only had like one plate of turkey. They're a lot more easy to redirect than mm-hmm. they are sober. When they're sober, they're fucking digging in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm glad you brought up mashed potatoes because I completely botched my batch for Thanksgiving. What you are the mashed potato king? My mother, who I would say not Mount Rushmore, but like probably in like the top. Two percent of mashed potato makers in the planet. She's in the pantheon. She she's a pantheon potato maker. <laughs> Damn it! I'm not a married movies for me to go ska band name, but I'll still say pantheon <laughs> potato makers ska band. Uh, the first time you made mashed potatoes for Christmas was was raving about your mashed potatoes and how well you did them. So I'm shocked that you say that. Uh, some of it was my fault. I put myself in a time crunch by just procrastinating on my potatoes. But the other part, my hand mixer, the hand mixer broke. It broke. Funny. We are hand. We had a hand mixer incident uh, recently as well. That this we is were- riveting audio, by the way. <laughs> we're catching up on each other's life. Okay. <laughs> this is, this is the conversation. So uh, you've heard him on this podcast before. Steve, yeah. uh, who lives close to, to Sam and I, We'll go on dinner dates with his wife and just at random points in the conversation, Steve will say, hey, remember when we were drunk doing improv in the University of Florida? It was great. Now we're talking about going to Coles on Sunday and this. And this is this is what this is what our lives are as as 28, 29 year old people are talking about our hand mixer incidents. Uh, So what happened to your hand mixer? Did you manage to get it fixed? No, threw it out. Uh, Well, and I brought horrible, shitty, lumpy. Garbage mashed potatoes. And I warned everybody ahead of time, like, don't eat them. I brought them so I wouldn't feel like an asshole coming with nothing. But don't eat them. Um, and there was there were some people that were, like, fucking saintly and had two helpings. They really <laughs> didn't have to. Um, everyone else thanked me for warning them. That's nice. Yeah. Uh, all right, so we, we covered Thanksgiving, which was potatoes. Uh uh, Black Friday, you and I had a private Black Friday conversation uh, because uh, I think I referenced on an upcoming episode of the podcast uh, that you and I are are, are Black Friday soulmates. We're, um, we're vets. We're grizzled old vets when it comes to Black Friday. I think I described us on Facebook as the Stockton and Malone of Black Friday. Yes, that's um, one of my favorite things. Yes. Uh, so I, I went without you this year, but I did it in Miami. I did it very, very, very truncated, but I still managed to get everything on my list in just two stores, which is a personal record. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So that was fun. I'm guessing in the big city of Chicago, you don't get a, really a chance to do that anymore. No, you can. Um, it was pretty much non-eventful for me. I was just too fucking broke to get anything. Yeah. Um, so just really wasn't. My, plus, there were like protests at the same time downtown, so it was kind of <laughs> hard to get around. That's that's something we need to do together one year. Is like go to like a big protest while Black Friday is going on and circumnavigate that. Oh my, that's that might be like the. <laughs> Like the Super Bowl of Black Friday is is getting through Black Friday crowds and protest crowds. That's that sounds that sounds like the shitty premise to jingle all the way three is what that sounds like. You know what, man? If Matthew Barry can write uh, 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 Crocodile Dundee three, why can't we do Jingle All the Way three? I'm in. I'm in, man. Uh, that I be, kind of it could have like social overtones and everything. Like it could actually mean something. Fuck, could. I'm seriously by the second falling more in love with this idea. But let's still get Sinbad for it. Let's yeah. let's, fuse, let's fuse the two casts. We'll get Sinbad and professional actor Anthony Corelli. <laughs> yeah, that's all he can do now. Yeah, I had the to- <laughs> I had the total line with it. Um, and then. Uh, I wanted to ask you, before we get into like entertainment, specifically, uh, one event for me last week and one event for you, I don't know if you're going to cover it, because uh, I specifically went back and listened to the Picked Up that you covered uh, last year with Robert on How Did the White Elephant Go? Were there any white elephant shenanigans or white elephant drama this year? I'm glad you asked. Christmas party. I'm glad you asked. We had that just this past weekend. And new rules were in place because of last year in Clappergate. <laughs> uh, if you're not familiar, go back, listen to uh, one of the earlier uh, picked, uh, picked up episodes. And there was a, a big to do about leaving early from a white elephant gift exchange. Auto. <laughs> just, just comma, auto. And so Otto's here this year. And uh, he steals yeah he steals a gift for the second time which means it can't be stolen anymore and then he left you're kidding which is legal because that prize would have never been on the table again but it was first of all booze and hisses when it was his turn it was perfect like (laughs) he knew the role he was playing uh, Otto is is uh, a modern day villain. If I ever heard one, by the way, just so if people do want to go back and listen because it's really funny. It's, it's episode number three of, of yeah. picked up uh, season one, Adventure Time. And then we eventually have Otto on the show, and he even calls himself. He references a character of the role that he was playing. I almost fucked up again. I yeah, I almost I said it almost too. Yeah. Uh, so uh, that was that was great that he did that. Uh, aside from that, largely uneventful. Uh, the best part was every Star Wars item that got opened and Johnny getting whiplash. <laughs> our friend Johnny Omar of Dilton Paul. He's the biggest Star Wars fan you will ever hear. There was actually a an article. Did you read that article that no, Gloss wrote? No, I couldn't find it. I saw it. I got out of work. I saw it was like the second or third thing on my feed. And then I started driving. So when I refreshed my Facebook... I've stupidly hit new stories on my phone, and now I can't find it. So it's just I, on Voss's page, right? I shared it on my wall, too. Um, oh, okay. That's what I yeah, saw. I, yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll read it later. Read that. It's about our friend Johnny O'Mara, who is the biggest Star Wars fan, hands down. He's been avoiding spoilers for over a year now uh, for the new Star Wars movie, and uh, which I'm going to see with – I'm going 
with Johnny and Spencer and Jessica and Liz, and I, I might watch Johnny more watch the movie than I watch the movie. It's got to be an, an incredible experience. Yeah. And then afterwards, we're going to go look at Christmas lights. And uh, Are you going Thursday night? Yeah, Thursday night. I figured. Okay. And uh, it's a great article um, about <laughs> about what his life has been like and how it's affected his life having to avoid these spoilers. And it's amazing. And it's been great. Uh, it's uh, not us uh, on the the Potswoggle or, or, or sister of podcast, but Dilettante Ball, which you referenced on many times on this podcast and other podcasts. It's been a through line of this entire year yeah. of of things he's had to avoid. And it's it's really I'm going to feel so thankful come Thursday night that he can fucking sleep and live in peace. Yeah. He doesn't and, have to walk through a mall with his head down anymore. <laughs> It's like, does this guy have Asperger's? No, he just really likes Star Wars. Oh, so he has Asperger's. <laughs> I mean, a lot of the things he has to read the article, a lot of the things that he has to do are like very d- d- like symptomatic of something like that, like sleep. kind of yeah. on the spectrum. Jesus. I, uh, so by the time you're hearing this, next week's episode for Mary Movies will have aired. And that's uh, Sam and I watching the original trilogy, and then we're going to have a little bit because we're going to see Force Awakens uh, Saturday night, which means we're going to miss Stephen Laura's White Elephant Party, unfortunately. We've had our tickets for weeks. Um, and I said at the end of it, uh, at the end of the first part, which we recorded last night for A New Hope, I was like, Johnny, man, like, I hope you don't listen to this. <laughs> and not that I like, spoiled anything at all, but it's like I feel – so insignificant talking about star wars just because of him <laughs> and like some of my opinions and like some of the things i said you know i was just like god like i don't think i can even look at the man anymore because of stuff that i said so yeah. and, I, and i gave it a good score yeah <laughs> but it's still yeah you know it's it's you know it's just i i i get it but i don't get it um so i'm excited for him to to finally do that but it sucks for him that he couldn't enjoy the white elephant um, it was pretty great because uh, anytime someone would open something, it'd be a big hullabaloo. Uh, he would turn his head and we would all have to check to make sure there's no new references. It's like, all right, it's just Vader and Yoda and and the Emperor, Emperor, the Emperor, um, Rumpa-pum-pum-pum. Uh, so we'd have to like check first and then he could look. Gotcha. It was very, very intense. <laughs> very cool. Very cool. Yeah, I'm pissed. I, I gave Steve the idea. I was like, hey, man, are you into White Elephant? He's, ooh, we were thinking about it. Good idea. And I'm like, when's the Christmas party again? He's like, oh, Saturday at 8. I'm like, I have tickets at 7. Yeah. So it sucks. But we'll go over there and, and see the scraps and whatnot. Uh, and the other event I had last week, uh, which, uh, again, a through line of our other podcast, is I finally went on my cruise, which was a lot of fun. Uh Norwegian Cruise Line, shout out to them, but not shout out to them because we'll never use Norwegian Cruise Lines ever again. Um, uh, I asked, I something we need to do, I, I, I was thinking about this on the boat, and I said before we went on the air that you really need to go on a cruise because of just the damage that you can do with a drink package and unlimited food and just everything else that's going on. But I want to do like a, a cruise where it's like, you know, us – you know, the two of us and whoever you know else in our podcast never go. And we just record a podcast the entire time. Like, we just record a, what's, 7 times 24. Like, a 108-hour podcast. 
Like, you know, we can just like record it on like sit at the the blackjack table and just be talking. You know, talk to the dealer from Lithuania. He's, you know, seems like a great dude. Uh, you know, probably get our asses beat by like pit bosses because of our devices and they don't know exactly what they're for yeah, and they don't a, believe just, our story. Just have a just have a fucking uh, shirt with a, a breast pocket and put your phone in your pocket. They won't even know. I, I thought about this a lot when I had, unfortunately, only 80 beers in four days because uh, <laughs> I kind of got sick the last two days. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun, a lot of food. Uh, two, two things I think you'd really like, uh, or the best thing about the cruise line was they had, uh, some really good on ship entertainment. Normally you think cruise ship entertainment, you think some crappy ice skating shows or corny stuff. They have legitimate, like off Broadway and Broadway musicals on the ship. Cause it's the brand new Norwegian cruise line. The one we didn't get a chance to go see is called after midnight, which is based off of like the old cotton clubs. It's a jazz show which is supposed to be great. The other two I think are even more up your alley. I think you'd like uh, the first one that we saw was the best one. It was uh, a for the record uh, for the Brat Pack. Oh, so it was like an hour and a half review of Ferris Bueller, you know, all the John Hughes movies, but kind of like fused together into like one uh, interpretation of, of a story. Hmm. Really fucking good. Really, really good. Um, if you see, like, I knew they do a bunch of for the records. Actually, I think Sam was just looking up recently. I don't remember if it was in New York or Chicago. If it's Chicago, look it up. They're doing a for the record for Tarantino movies, huh. which could be really, really cool. Yeah. Um, the other show they did was a Broadway musical uh, that actually got nominated for like you know best musical when it came out. It was called Million Dollar Quartet. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, they had Million Dollar Quartet on the um, on the ship. Nice. And it was uh, I was the only one in our party. It didn't fall asleep. I mean, granted, we saw it at 1030 at night. Um, and it was okay, but I want to just see a, a – uh, uh, I'm sure they've done it either made for TV or whatever, but I need to get some more Jerry Lee Lewis in my life. The guy that played Jerry Lee Lewis was incredible. It just boggles my mind that we have this many people on the planet that can pay the piano while sitting on top of it upside down behind their back um, on a nightly basis. I'm easy to please, I think, is, is the answer. <laughs> but, yeah, it was a really – but it was also great in that these were basically four, like, professional impersonators mm-hmm. that are really, really good at being Johnny Cash, Carl Perkins, Elvis Presley, and Jerry Lee Lewis and their mannerisms and their singing and their performances. But just dog shit at acting <laughs> <laughs> was, like, a really interesting thing to watch. That's uh, the sacrifice you got to make for the boat. Like, on Broadway, you can – you can be choosy and make sure you get all quadrants filled. But for a boat, it's like, uh, what's the important thing here? Can you sing? The, can you do the, the impression? Yeah. The one uh, the one uh, exception to that rule was for the Brat Pack show. So they, of course, have, you know, the five people from the Breakfast Club kind of playing, you know, the different roles from each one. But then they have a sixth character that kind of just plays um, – uh, the principals and plays the adults and you know he's kind of he like does. the all-time QB. Yeah, exactly. He's also kind of like the narrator, you know, like the full, you know, kind of jumping around. Mm-hmm. But he's doing, you know, Rooney. He's doing Vernon. Yeah, he's doing uh, uh, Ben Stein, that kind of thing. And he was incredible. 
Huh. So much so that when I went to, I went to, uh, I got a cigar uh, and was smoking one night. And he was down there, like just in the cigar bar. I was like, "Hey, man, like you were." I was drunk out of my mind. I was like, "You were fucking great." <laughs> and he was like, "Thanks, man, thanks." And he, I, he just seemed like he was, he was appreciated talking to, like a guy <laughs> that was American that wasn't like trying to express what he think he thought he saw. I was like, "Yeah, I'm from Ohio. I thought it was good, <laughs> you know." Uh, so yeah, it was a lot of fun. I definitely think we should get something together with that. Uh, I won a poker tournament when I was on uh, on the table, um, so that was a lot of fun. Uh, don't remember much after that, and yeah, the Nylons are cool. So uh, that's that. Cool. Um, all right. Well, we've managed to squeeze twenty three minutes out of our personal lives. Let's get into what people actually listen to, want to hear us talk about, which is our thoughts and opinions on other stuff. Yeah. Where do you want to kind of start? Because we, we haven't discussed a lot. And also I, you know, it's rough because you have picked up, I have married movies. So we're already kind of discussing some of this stuff. So mm, yeah, I know, but still there's plenty. There's still, oh, there's plenty. still I, I, oh, there's I, I, I got stuff here. Um, right. First thing you know, I, doesn't have to I do with any of that. What was that? I said, I didn't make a list. So I'm kind of following you. On okay, this cool. Uh, first thing that doesn't have to do with any of that. You leave the fucking country and cereal just drops out of the blue again for season. Dude, seven. do you have, any idea how fucking excited I got when I got the fucking land and I <laughs> finally because because here's what fucking happened when Tope was in town for uh, for Thanksgiving we were talking about uh, we were recording podcasts including a potentially new podcast you'll hopefully hear in the coming weeks and months and we got on podcasts and I remember like looking up when's it supposed to start and Sarah Koenig uh, and Serial have that exclusive streaming deal with what is it pandora yeah uh, and it said like it starts streaming on november whatever day it was and toby's like when is that i'm like that's tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> and i got so excited i was like it starts tomorrow but i guess it was just the first season streaming yeah it's like when it was available to stream so i was really disappointed so i i opened up my podcast on my phone to see what i've missed in the past week and i'm scrolling down through everything i'm like all right i got three of that two of that and i saw the little one next to cereal and i got so fucking amped <laughs> <laughs> so that's the first thing sam and i listened to on the car ride back up to orlando was was cereal uh yeah. what'd you think of it the first episode um I have to go back and re-listen to it because I I was at work and I wasn't really paying too too much attention to it except for like that crazy fucking preview of next week or well this week as it were um, where they oh so casually call the Taliban, <laughs> dude. I the way that I have likened it to to people that I've talked about it so far, which is really just two people, is uh, it's just exactly how I felt at the end of the first episode of Mad Men. I was like, okay, that was fine. You know, yeah. like, I've heard, you know, cool, whatever. Wait, he's got a fucking family? And then, you know, that kind of thing. Everything this, slows like, down. You're like, whoa. It's like, whoa. And then it's like, because when the, the episode started, I was like, I in the it got leaked on what it was. I was like, you know, this is going to yeah. be great. And then I was really disappointed that I kind of realized she's not going to talk to him throughout this entire process, mm -hmm. which is going to be a little rough because I, I can already tell I just don't like Mark Bull. Yeah. Um, but so I was like, oh, that's going to be a little crappy, but we'll see like what happens. And then, and then, uh, Hey, hi, it's Sarah. Is this the Taliban? <laughs> like, that's not a phone call. This, this woman should be eating yogurt at home. You can't just call the Taliban. And they're like, Oh yeah. Hey Sarah, what's going on? 
What extension do you think the Taliban is? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going to say because whatever I say is going to get misconstrued as something racist, probably. <laughs> I, I was, was going to say hopefully. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say yeah. This um, and from right then I was like, okay, here we go. Now you got me invested. Now let's do this. God damn it. Yeah. So yes, I'm very excited to see what happens. I was just. <laughs> I was just so happy when I saw that that came out and I knew you were on a cruise, not able to get it. Oh, it's driving me. I I saw it when I got back and I was like, yes, <laughs> yes. And then on the drive back, like we got like three calls on my phone because I had to do it from my phone. I didn't yeah. have to transfer anything else. So it's like, what? What do you people want? <laughs> yes, I'm home. Great. Wonderful. Cool. Bye. Fuck off. Uh, so yeah, so hopefully that'll be um, the first season was what twelve episodes. So we hopefully got a good solid three months. So that'll carry us through March. So, so yeah, looking forward to that. Um, let's start with one thing about that real quick. Sorry, I just want to say uh, I'm also excited because I feel like and she's Sarah Kenning's already kind of said this ahead of time as well. Mm-hmm. The seasons like people aren't going to give a shit about. So I feel like yeah. it's going to be they're going to possibly tinker or go with not tinker with, but there there's going to be no less pressure on them. So they can possibly do some more interesting things because I, I don't think this is going to draw people in like like a good old fashioned essentially murder mystery did. Yeah, I I agree with that. Um, but it's also I mean, it might attract a different kind of crowd as well, because. I don't know, it's, it's still going to be an interesting story, so it might just attract a different quadrant or whatever. Of course, um, I, I hope it doesn't attract a shitty type of... What I hope is it just, like, undercuts all of those offshoot serial podcasts that, like, came out of serial that, like, kept investigating and shit mm-hmm. like that. It's like, I don't care. Yeah. it's no. I listened to it for the way the story was presented and how it, that made the story intriguing. Otherwise, it's just assholes like us talking about it, trying to sound like we are just as important and know just as much as they do. But at least you and I know we don't. We don't. No, I can't call the Taliban. Exactly. Um. So I got like four things here. Uh, do you want to talk? What order? I'll ask what order you want to go in. I got movies, TV, basketball, football. Oof. Uh, let's rip the football bandaid off. Let's All right. Do, let's do football, then we'll, we'll stagger it. So we'll do football, football. then let's do TV, okay. then we'll do uh, basketball, then we'll do movies. All right. Well, here's what I have for football. First it's, off. Sorry, I was going to stop you. And go. It sucks. All right. It let's talk sucks. about television. It sucks. This has like, got to be one of the worst seasons maybe ever. Um, I uh, made the playoffs in all three of my leagues that I was in. I my money league, the one league that I really actually have an investment, a literal investment in. Uh, I missed the bye week by four points, and now I'm out. Jesus. Yep. That's the earliest you've been out of a money league, and uh, I can't even remember how yeah. long. Yeah. Um, it's very frustrating. Um, yeah, fantasy's garbage. Uh, I. I don't think you don't listen to fantasy focus. Do you No, I didn't think so. Augie's the one that kind of turned us on to it. I know Witten still listens to it. I still listen to it. Um, 
this year's interesting to listen to because pretty much sounds like Matthew Barry is trying to get fired. I was going to say, has he a like tried to blow his brains out about just how much credibility he's losing and that it really doesn't matter. Uh, or B just being like, you know what? Fuck this. I want to go where bill is. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a little column. A, a lot of column B. That's awesome. Like he's, just swearing a fucking storm. Like they're having to bleep regularly. That's great. Um, I, he finally, I don't know how he learned what Ted Ginn's full name was, was, but he started calling him Ted fucking Ginn. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you've known that for 10 years. Exactly. I don't know where he, he must listen to the podcast. I don't know. Also, um, of course, Ted Ginn's family, all of their middle names are fucking. Uh, well, uh, and he's like shitting on ESPN and how much like ESPN hates them. And it's fucking great. It's. <laughs> and then also it's a horrible fucking fantasy year. Cause it's all garbage. It's all There's, garbage. There have been so many weeks where like, I'll pull up fantasy and I'm like, wait, the four o'clock games are over. Why is there like no team above 70? You know, like there, there's been so many just crap weeks, quarterbacks not hitting 300 yards yeah. and running backs not hitting 100 yards. And and then wide receivers are having wide receivers are doing fantastic this year. Um, let me ask you. Let me ask you a question. All right. OK. Uh, I'm going to ask you how you feel about this year's NFL season. And I honestly want you to tell the truth. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. I, I, where was I? I was, where were we at? Oh, we were at Sam's Christmas party on Saturday when we came back. And uh, we were at this bar and I was like getting a water at the bar. And I look up and it was the Heisman presentation on ESPN. And the first commercial commercial from the break is like the concussion movie. And I'm like, wait, that means Playmaker should be back on the air. No, I, because. They talked about it on uh, uh, Simmons. Like, they're showing those commercials during NFL games a lot. What is going on? Uh, as Cousin Sal said, we're going to learn in five years that Goodell had points on the back end. <laughs> He's got the Nicholson deal in Batman. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's... it's there. Here's my theory. There are no good teams this year in the whole, in the whole league. There's not one... Yeah. Good team right uh, now. I would say right now there right now. are there is one good team. No, and there's one good team. What what team is that? The Arizona Cardinals. I don't want to live in a world where it's 2015 <laughs> and but much <laughs> but much and Carson fucking Palmer is the healthiest and best quarterback in the fucking league. He's the only quarterback right now with over 4,000 yards. Is he the MVP? No. Is it's, Carson it's, Palmer going to be the MVP in 2015? No, it's going to be Cam Newton, but he's... Is Cam be- Newton going to be the MVP when his number one <laughs> receiver is Ted fucking Ginn? Hey, guys, you you guys had him, all right? Like, the Dolphins could have made that work. I'm not saying they're making it work. I'm not saying he's good. I'm saying we that's the one right decision we've made. It really is <laughs> somehow. Uh, I don't know, man. It's just been like literally. Let's just all right. Top of the AFC East. Patriots. Patriots aren't good right now. 
No, they. Uh, I could name probably two active players on their roster. Yeah, yeah, I can. Two active players on the roster. That's about it. You you take away Gronk and Edelman, they are a bad team. Yeah. Uh, New York Jets, bad team. Buffalo Bills, dumbass team because yeah, of their coach. Inconsistent, dumbass team. The Miami Dolphins, a frustration that will plague my butthole for the rest of my life. God, it's it's always so much fun. <laughs> Lamar Miller like is the fourth best running back in fantasy right now. Lamar Miller? Yes. Couldn't tell. Ugh. Denver Broncos, bad half a team. Then their, their new starting quarterback sounds like a volleyball player. <laughs> Yo, I'm Brock Osweiler. <laughs> you guys want to hit the sun? The Kansas City Chiefs, bad team. Alex Smith has been in the league a decade. <laughs> and they're somehow like the second best team in the AFC right now. Yep. Oakland Raiders, bad team with hope because of how bad they've been. San Diego Chargers, really bad team. Without it, they don't even have a home court now. They they, they are. <laughs> They'd be lucky if they could play on a court, much less a field. At this point, uh, they're gonna they're gonna be playing where the Lakers are playing because the Lakers are gonna get relegated to a, uh, like a, a chained link fence court. Fuck that! They'll be lucky of- if they get to play in the Forum. Yeah. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals, they were probably the best, most complete, not bad team. And now they're a bad team. Yep. uh, The Pittsburgh Steelers, bad team with a good rapey quarterback. (laughs) You should probably split those up like. A, a rapey good quarterback instead of a good rapey quarterback. As if, like, you know, the <laughs> rape really that he good does... really good at being rapey. The rape right, that he does is acceptable. That's a good point. you made that sound like. Duly noted. Yeah. Um, Baltimore Ravens, bad team. Bad. Also, bad luck team. But they were bad before the luck No, they, yeah, they were bad before shit hit the fan there. Uh, Cleveland Browns, bad team with a... Well, wait, hold on. Man- Manziel will be rapey if he isn't already. Uh <laughs> Indianapolis Colts, really bad team. Houston Texans, really bad team. Jacksonville Jaguars, Blake Bortles is really good or something. I don't even know. But he was the only person that did well on my shitty fucking money league team. The Jacksonville Jaguars are like probably the third best team in the AFC right now. Yeah. Uh, And I think they have 17 guys on their roster with the first name of Allen. The Allen Wrenchers are going to be two of the top ten wide receivers next year in fantasy. <laughs> Jesus. Fuck. All yeah. right. I'm quitting. I'm done. The Tennessee uh, Titans. Bad team. That's the AFC. God. <laughs> the Washington Snyders. Bad team. Philadelphia Eagles. Get to be a team. The New York Giants. Those three teams have the same record. Yeah, of six and seven. The Cowboys, bad, bad, bad team. Bad team, bad team. The Arizona Cardinals are by default the good team. But they they are a well-rounded professional football team. <laughs> it is a team full of professional football players. <laughs> exactly. Uh, with probably a shitty coach. Uh, no, Arians, Arians is good. Arians Ari- is the okay, one that I made the shit show in the Colts a couple years ago. Look decent. Yeah. I thought they still had Wizenhunt or something. No, Ken Wizenhunt's the guy that went like six for 98 in his past yeah. 10 seasons. 
Uh, and it was the coach of the Titans. Seattle Seahawks. Remembering they were a good team? Like they do every single year. Except later and later into every single year. Well, because uh, Pete Carroll finally grabs the piece of gum that's smart. (laughs) The St. Louis Rams. Not going to be a team there anymore. Uh, they're they're maddening to watch. Or they're going to stay or whatever. San Francisco 49ers were in the Super Bowl a couple years ago. <laughs> the Green Bay Packers are not a good team. No, they're not. Also, I just want to add, hey, Colin Kaepernick, keep getting them beats, Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> For real. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings, all I'm going to say is that I've heard Teddy, Br- Teddy Bridgewater compared to Chad Pennington. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, yeah, no, I've heard it from uh, multiple sources. Okay, And uh, I've watched both of them. And, uh, yeah. The Chicago Bears, despite what the sad sacks up here want to say, they're not a good team. They're not. uh, Rich, about Teddy Bridgewater, congratulations on him getting the Dolphins into the playoffs in seven years. (laughs) If that's what it takes, man. If that's what it fucking takes. (laughs) fucking desperate. Um, Is he from Miami? Uh, no, I don't think so. I, he seems like the kind of guy that's from, like, fucking Soul of the Earth type place. Hold on. No, he went, I'm thinking he went to Louisville. Well, he went to Louisville, but I think he's from Miami. Something, like... Uh, he was born reason. in Miami, Florida. Yep. Fucking called it. I could November just... November 10th. You could just look at a guy and tell he's from Miami. Um, <laughs> wow. Check your tone, Rich. <laughs> If that sounded derogatory, it is towards people <laughs> from Miami. Okay. It's not a race thing. There's a lot of races down there. You can just look at the them. Year last year? It was a huh? weak ass year last year. I'm sorry, when the Pepsi NFL rookie of the year last year. Or uh, last year. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, the Lions, bad team. The, I said it about the Panthers. They're going to go undefeated, by the way, because they have a weak ass schedule. Yeah. Yeah, they will. Uh, they're going to go undefeated. And their number one receiver is Ted Ginn fucking Jr. Ted fucking Ginn fucking Jr. Tampa Bay Bucks definitely got a rapey quarterback on their team. Hey, 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 hey. Also, he's a bad crab stealer, too. He's just a bad man. You're a bad man. Stealers and bad crab stealers. He's just bad both. He's a bad man. He's my starting fucking fantasy quarterback. Yeah. Like, I've never had Roethlisberger as a starting quarterback since, like, all that crap happened. Yeah. And it, it's, it hasn't been, like, a cognizant decision. It's just I always make sure to get a quarterback early enough. And in our – I think it's our Araka League, I had um, Andrew Luck as my quarterback in, like, every fucking league. And – I needed a backup and he had the best matchup and now I just keep fucking playing him and it's like the yeah. worst thing ever because like I feel so bad rooting for a, a shitty it's like I can imagine what it'd be like playing fantasy in like the early 90s and like having Ray Carruth on your team the same situation happened to me but at least it was Blake Bortles um, <laughs> and Blake I have Bortles. no moral I have no Ray- moral qualms about playing him but it was still like the same situation where it's like, oh, I got a backup. Oh, he's outperforming my actual starter. Um, the Buccaneers are bad. I'm I, here's my conspiracy theory. It's not Goodell. It has nothing to do with the front office or the refs or anything like that. Uh, my theory is that Doug Martin has invested most of his contract into taking out the rest of the league to making him relevant again. <laughs> Doug Martin, uh, 
was actually the person that all that was behind all those people that Aaron Hernandez is supposedly killed. Yeah. And he's just taking the hit for Doug Martin, who yeah. is a criminal mastermind the size of Whitey Bulger. Should have known. Should have known. Atlanta Falcons, bad team. Oh, my the God. Orleans Saints, bad team. Drew Brees, man. Go out before it gets too ugly. You guys, hey, you guys could still end up with him. Shut your <laughs> mouth. I Make sure you write down the number of this episode so we can replay it when it happens. God right. damn it. I, you guys need some reservations about his shoulder still. In two years, we're gonna sign Breeze and Romo, and they're gonna have like a fucking a broken shoulder fight over number nine. Uh, no, they're gonna fuse together like Station and Bill and Ted and form like a really good quarterback. Oh my god! So, what do you want to talk next? Did we go over all? Is that all the teams? In the That's NFL? all the teams in the NFL. We're at, there are no more teams. So real quick, because this is going to be the last we talk about football f- for this season. Ever. Give me <laughs> or ever. Uh, well, because also if, if my wife wins our auction league for the third straight year, I'm quitting football entirely. I uh, That may what? have been my question is like, are you going to play fantasy next year? Yeah, uh, if I already made the promise to her before the season. If she wins the auction league, I'm quitting fantasy football. All right, She's but even if she away. doesn't. What? But even if she doesn't. It's a good possibility. If I get to shave Augie's head, or if I get to watch you shave Augie's head, that'll make me feel a lot better. Which, at this point, it's going to be difficult. I got two games up, uh, but we agreed if they both make the playoffs, we think we get to shave your head, right? I don't sure. Whatever. I think that's documented somewhere. Well, Augie and I called the bet off. If both teams make the playoffs, which I feel good about, we're not doing anything, because that's the best case scenario. No, whatever. Yeah. Uh, give me your AFC and NFC championship games and your Super Bowl winner, and that's it. Ew, uh, ew. Just do it. Ugh. Um, AFC championship game will be the New England Patriots against, depends on fucking injuries and who they get back. Um, I'm going to say Patriots-Steelers because what better than evil versus evil? And <laughs> that is mine as well. Um, the ultimate evil overcomes with the New England Patriots getting back to the fucking Super Bowl. Um, this time with overflated footballs. And <laughs> they're like fucking balloons. <laughs> they're just floating into people's hands. They're literally popping upon impact. <laughs> um, you can twist them into animals. It's great. It'll be fun for the kids. And then in the NFC, uh, Panthers and fucking burn it all down. The, uh, the the Philadelphia Eagles. Why not? Oh my! Oh, that'd be that would be the first time that a coach shouldn't get a ring just because the team's just playing for themselves. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then yeah, let's have the the, the Panthers Patriots rematch. Huh? You got you remember that game right? With yeah, with you know uh, stars such as what DM Branch. Uh huh. And let's wheel Jake DeLome's corpse out there. Is he dead? He should be. <laughs> Come and defend yourself, Jake DeLome. Come on the podcast. Come on. So, yeah, uh, that's who I got. And then, of course, the Patriots will win because um, there is no justice in this world. NFC, I'm going Panthers, Cardinals with cards winning, and I got the Cardinals in the Super Bowl. Cool. Um, so, we're done with. Football. 
possibly forever. Oh, Jake DeLome has the Super Bowl record for the longest touchdown pass. Of, like, is it like 99? 80, 85. 85? Oh, that's super beatable. Yeah. Somebody, like Arson, anybody. Carson Palmer this year. <laughs> Please. Whatever, man. At least he has a Heisman. Yeah. Jake DeLome uh, has uh, a ribbing competition. <laughs> he won a trophy from his home place of Bow Bridge, Louisiana. Bow Bridges? Uh, Bow Bridges, yeah, basically Bro Bridge, Louisiana. That's the most interesting thing about this NFL season right now. <laughs> it's that a former quarterback was from a, uh, a city that kind of sounds like one of the Bridge brothers. Goddamn right. Uh, and now I'm, oh, God, now I'm, oh, never mind, it's his cousin. I won't make fun of this guy with developmental issues. Oh. I just like go down. I'm like, why is there a picture on Jake DeLone's Wikipedia page of him just hugging this retarded man? But it's his cousin, so that's why. You, you, you still said it anyway. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I had to explain it to you. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to let it go. I figured, I figured it out. Well, just because I'm easily readable. TV's next, right? Yep. Um, pretty much all I had was Walking Dead. Uh, yes, I wanted to definitely touch on Walking Dead. Uh, I wanted to briefly because, you know, you get to every week or every other week say what you're watching. Uh, I wanted to gauge you a little bit on a couple things yeah. that we also share um, that's uh, well, one that I don't want to really talk about because I'm one episode behind and it's last episode is the leak. Did you watch the series finale yet? I have not. No, I, okay. think, I, I think I'm too behind. You're too behind. So did you yeah. see? Did you see, so you saw the part animated episode? Yes, I think I think that may have been the last episode I've seen. Okay, so you have two episodes left then before the whole yeah. thing's over. So I have one episode left. Uh, which that was. I'm so glad they did that episode because like every I think we've talked about every Dirty Randy and Rafi episode just being just somehow crazier than the previous ones. Yes. And that one was just great because, mm. you know, they went an even more ridiculous route. And then they brought the ridiculousness into the reality of their world with a chupacabra on a coffin in front of yep. everybody. Uh, I love it. Sam, Sam about seven times said, what the fuck is going on? I'm like, Shh, don't worry. Don't ruin it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, this was cool. The animation in that episode was done by the uh, animators of Archer. Which, I figured the, the yeah. FX connection, it looked like it. That's yeah. like assumed. Um, um also, just like the balls of, it's like, oh, we're just going to kill yeah. one of their ones and just make it full blown, like it's sunny, just dark and yeah. fucking not good people. Uh, I was just surprised that, like, because it was so unceremonious, I didn't believe she was dead until I saw the body. Neither did I. <laughs> Neither did I. I was like, this has got to be, and it could still be the case. Like, next week, it could be. Or the, well, I guess last week because we haven't seen the series finale yet. Yeah, it can all just be a dream. But um, yeah, I, I've liked this season. It's definitely been a better season than some of the previous ones. It has. It has. When, when it's gone out on a good note, they've touched some good things. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm happy and I'm at peace with it being gone. Uh, there's Brooklyn Nine Nine, still killing it in my opinion. Uh, Andre Brower is having his best year yet so good he is fucking stellar this year um i think i think a lot of people are i i've 
really become a big Joe Latruglio fan after a, a rocky start mm-hmm. for many different things. He's always been good on this show, but this yeah. year I thought he's been great. Uh, my least favorite part of most of the series, except this season, has been Chelsea Peretti, and I think she's fantastic uh, this year. Yeah. Terry Crews always does the damn thing. Um, I, I like Diaz, and I'm glad they haven't totally botched the 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 romance. Or it could have been really crappy. There's some episodes that don't even just touch it. It's like, yeah, it exists. Whatever. Don't worry yeah. about it. We're, we're still going to have fun. And like I said, going into the season, uh, this was going to be the first year that Gore and Shore weren't also focusing on Parks and Rec. So now mm-hmm. that that's over. And Parks and Rec may very well be like my favorite sitcom of all time. So I'm going to say gushy things about that. But they know how to make a sitcom. They yeah. know how to do this. Yeah, they do. I'm just uh, upset that there now apparently are so many other quote-unquote good sitcoms where this show just doesn't get any recognition. Almost kind of like Parks and Rec did for a very long time. Yeah. Because because this show's on Fox and it's not on fucking Chromecast or Wikipedia. Yeah. Yeah. You like can't. every other sh- like every other show is now. Exactly. Uh, and then what was the other one? I'm trying to think of other stuff that I watch. Uh, I'm like two or three episodes behind on the Muppets. Um, yeah, I got this month just is like getting me behind just because of all the holiday parties and all the other shit. Oh yeah, same time. Same. Like I'm really glad we we got a um we got a bigger DVR for free like when we moved into this place. So now we can record like six shows at once. Yeah. So like we have we're so backlogged, but we're like at fifteen percent. So like oh that feels good. Um, here's one. Did you see the trailer for uh that um. <sighs> The the People versus O.J. Simpson show? Yeah. Yes, I did. Great. Okay. Because I remember I'll, I heard a, I read a lot of people shitting all over it. I remember you and I had a conversation where we were both really excited for it. And after watching the trailer, I was like, yes, that's exactly what I want. I wanted to make sure that you felt the same. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be such a mess, yeah. but the best possible mess. Because it's the O.J. trial. Mm-hmm. Why would it not be like that? Yeah. If it's a mess, they nailed it. Here's 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 the best thing. John Travolta is not even wearing makeup. <laughs> he just looks like Shapiro now. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 gorgeous. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be. I, and I don't watch anything Ryan Murphy, and I, I think that's probably a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> I, I gave no. uh, I gave Horror Story a shot, and I just couldn't do it. But this is gonna be. Just a certain beautiful shade of shit. It's going to be great. Right, right up. It's going to be right up our alley. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I did see the trailer for that. Also, I just finished listening to last week's uh, Picked Up, which, before I forget, The Girl Who Cried Monster was definitely a book in the series. Yeah, I looked that up now. And I know that. It was also, that apparently wasn't the pilot episode, but that was the first episode that they have on Netflix. So it's all we had to go on. Yeah. I wasn't going to nitpick on Goosebumps. I, I, you know, Goosebumps are near and dear, but I let you guys do your thing. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you guys mentioned on there about uh, The Preacher, and there was a full-blown trailer for Preacher. Yeah. Uh, aired uh, sometime around one of the episodes of Walking Dead. Um, I don't know anything about it, but I'm intrigued. I'll mm-hmm. watch, you know, I'll give everything one episode of a shot except Into the Badlands. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Into the Badlands didn't. Like, it's so specific. Did you watch any of it? No. Okay. Just, 
<laughs> I'll give everything a shot. And I saw the trailer for that show. I'm like, I got nothing for it. Yeah. Fun. Just wanted to make sure. Um, so Walking Dead. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Finally got The Walking Dead. Uh, it covered pretty much all the other TV. Uh, well, again, because I know what's going to happen. And I, well, I right. kind of know what's going to happen. I kind of know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even I still didn't like the, se- the, the mid-season finale. Uh, you said you did or didn't? I didn't. Me neither. I'm very relieved you said that. Yeah, no, I, I, and that's kind of the consensus. It was a poor place to leave off. Uh, well, even where it left off, I was there were there were a lot of things in there that I was a fan of, and then there were so many things that just fucking bugged me and rubbed me the wrong way. That stupid, shitty little greasy-eyed kid. <laughs> there was. Uh, I, I, I'm pretty sure you don't watch Talking Dead, right? I do. Yeah. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah. Jason Alexander might have been my favorite oh. talking dead guest yeah. of, like, of all time. He, he was like, he's like killed it. He he killed it. But just he's like, I like children. They're, they're great. That boy needs to die. <laughs> it was, <laughs> it was just oh, it was like the greatest classic, yeah. like most Jewy Jason Alexander comment you could ever hope. I love for. children. They're great. My kids, they're here in the audience. That's right. You had to add the most chewy thing to say. <laughs> Your kids are always with you. <laughs> um. Yeah, he was fucking great. Jason Alexander should just do nothing but panel for the rest of his career. Although he uh, did do a couple recurring guest spots on the grinder and was fucking great on there. But still. Um, but yeah, that fucking kid is the worst. And. Just everything, everything about that kid and that kid. Just stop it. Just stop it. Um, I just, I don't like seeing Morgan and Carol fight. I just don't like it. Just like on a, on a deep personal level. And a, and a lot of people have really turning it's Morgan. And I think that's part of the writing of the character. And I, I, I appreciate it and I get it. But I, I still just fucking love Lenny James and I can't do it. Well, yeah, and I hope a lot of that turn isn't because of the uh, the one flashback episode that they had with him and, and John Carroll Lynch. Because I love that episode. I love that episode so fucking much, mainly because the whole thing is a big Ninja Turtle allegory, but that's neither here nor there. And I'm <laughs> pissed they said it on Talking Dead because I was thinking it the whole time, and I, I wanted to be the one to do it. I was thinking it, too. I'm just a huge John Carroll Lynch fan. He's great. Uh, he's great in every single thing that he's ever been in. Character um, actors, what up? Yeah. Uh, get that Steven Tobolowski money, John Carroll Lynch. <laughs> yeah, so I, 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 but yeah, I, I hate the two of them butting heads. Cause also it's like making me like want to have to dislike one of them. And I don't. They're, they're yeah. both right in their own different ways. They both just stop being shitheads and fucking kill meth mouth and get it over with. Yeah. And um, just kill the whole wolf thing, which has been. A disapp- well, not a disappointment, kind of what I was expecting is kind of not main villains, but kind of just background characters. Right. And and that Wolves episode was fucking bonkers. Yeah. I just wish they, I wish they had just squashed it there and that was it. <clears throat> yeah. Not just and not made it as lingering. big a deal earlier. Yeah. Not yeah. having. Um, I, I liked <laughs> I kind of liked Carl in that in the midseason finale. 
Oh man, can like he? I cannot stand Chandler Riggs. It was the it was the first time that I liked anything coming out of his mouth when he was just like, "Like your dad was an asshole." That that was the one line that yeah. was fine, but everything else is just. I don't want to give anything away, but he really is going to need to step it up and like quick. <laughs> May, hey, maybe they'll recast him. Who knows? That's what I'm hoping. Like, I hope like he just like, like be like one of them fucked up child actors. Like, can your parents like divorce you or something? Like, that's a thing, right? <laughs> to where like, you can't do the show anymore. Just ask for more money. Like, how has nobody on this show done this so far? Like, <laughs> like, like Andy Lincoln and Norman Reedus are still pulling down like a hundred grand an episode. Like, million people watch the show yeah. i think we can fit in the budget to give those two a raise you I know think, i think andy lincoln pays amc to not have to fly into talking dead it seems <laughs> he's been on it once yeah he was good on it yeah you know i like i like andy lincoln the person i don't like andy lincoln the actor <laughs> yeah. um, um it uh i'm trying to think what was the uh there were a few Oh God, yeah! All the Deanna stuff I fucking loved. Yeah, that was cool. That was badass. Like she was amazing in that episode. Um, oh. and then the season as or the this first half of the season as a whole, I just loved the structure of it. Yeah, I liked it too. I mean, everyone kind of got pissy week after week with the whole Glenn thing. Um. Which I thought was great. I, it was a brilliant tool, you know. Yeah, it was modern. In, yeah, in modern day TV to keep people on their toes for four weeks. Um, but yeah, I liked. They've been doing this for what two seasons now, where they, you know, you get a couple episodes away from Rick, you get a couple episodes away from Daryl. You know. Yeah, I liked the pacing of it. I liked that it was over the course of what two days. Uh, the Three show days? is at its strongest when it splits everyone up into different groups that we haven't seen before. Yeah. And sees like how they interact with one another. And yeah, it was um, over the course of like two and a half days. Yeah. Something like that. I, I think that it's the first episode back could be the biggest episode of this show. All I know is that like even real life people, you, other people I talk to that have read the comics, just invoking the name Negan. Like, I see the color leave your face and your eyes widen and your pupils dilate. Like, to this quote, better be some fucking, like, ass-blowing shit. To quote Negan six times in a sentence, fuck. <laughs> yeah, you have you have no idea. Yeah. Uh, and when I reference episode nine being the biggest episode, potentially if, if things fall in line to where they normally do in the comics, it has nothing to do with Negan. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. It has nothing that we, uh, I, I would put money where my mouth is that we will not see Negan until the last episode of this season. Okay. I'm so fine we with will that. see, we will see very little of him because in the comics, and this isn't spoiling anything, his name is evoked for, probably 10 or 15 issues uh and it, it kind of builds like a mythical yeah standing in the books to where even in the comics they begin to think that he doesn't exist and then in episode 100 he debuts yeah and and the way that Negan debuts um, um i love the casting for it as well right 
right. of Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Uh, yeah, I, like when you close your eyes, because he was designed after Henry Rollins, who I thought they should have just gotten. Yeah, you know, he, he can only be Henry Rollins. He's perfect <laughs> for, for what that character is. He would have been great. Um, but like when I visualize it, I visualize kind of like the comedian in Watchmen, which right. is who Jeffrey Morgan was. So I'm I'm excited for it, and I I'm just nervous because, uh, kind of what I alluded to earlier, he is probably the most vulgar character in the history of pop culture. He's too hot for TV. He is. It is insane. Like you just Google like Negan quotes. And you just like make sure that there's nobody under the age of like 17 in the room. <laughs> and it's great, but I just don't think like I'm just going to throw Negan quotes in throughout the podcast for the rest of the, the time that we're recording because okay. you're not going to hear them on AMC. Okay. And it's not going to be like you trying to guess true detective quotes way back when. I just want to hear your th- thoughts when I say them. We'll just be in the middle of something else and we'll be talking about Steph Curry. You throw one in there. I'll be like, Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Fastest way to a man's heart is through his vagina. Okay. That's a tame uh, one. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know if we've ever talked about, because you mentioned the comics, um, and some of the like inner workings of the show. Have we ever talked about uh, Robert Kirkman and Scott Gimple at all? I don't think so. Uh, what's your take on those guys? How do you like those guys? Uh, I like Robert Kirkman a lot. Uh, he's a very entertaining guy, funny dude. I always love him on At Midnight. Always love him on uh, Talking Dead. Always cringe when I see that he was one of the writers on all the Transformers movies. Was he um, really? At least a couple of them he has been. Well, those movies had probably like 30 writers in total every time, except for the second one because of the strike, and they just shot whatever they thought was a thing. Yeah, but then like I think about it, I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, like he definitely wrote. <laughs> like I can see it. <laughs> like I can see the parts of it where I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, shit. I'm pretty sure it's unless it's just a different Robert Kirkman. It could be. It could um, be. He is a funny motherfucker. He's a great, and the comics are much funnier than what you would imagine. And you know, as intimidating as crazy as Negan is, part of what I was referring to with him is is that he is. It's absurd to a point where he's so hilarious. He's great. I want him to do more comedy stuff. You know, I'm uh, almost done with the first compendium of Walking Dead. Okay. Um, I'm. I don't. It's interesting as far as like reading it so far removed from, especially these seasons in the first compendium. Mm-hmm. A lot of sex. Oh yeah, it's it is it is filthy. There's a lot of fucking going on. There's a lot of fucking. Like, there's way more than I anticipated. Did you eat her pussy like a lady? Is I know I, I know I'm saying like a southern accent, but <laughs> <laughs> I think because it ended with lady. Did you eat her pussy like a lady? Like a lady. Yeah. Like a lady. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, and how do you think Gimple's doing? I think he's doing a great job. Uh, He just creeps me out. He's just like a wormy little dude. I like him better with the beard because now he seems like younger. So it's like, okay, he's just like, he's like a kid. You know, he like (laughs) does improv and stuff, right? I believe it. Again, he's, he's a, he's a funny guy. Yeah. As well. He, I I like Very dry funny. Yeah. He's dry and, and peculiar and stuff. But, um, 
Yeah, I, I like him too. I think he's he's definitely better te- television than fucking Greg Nicotero. Yep. So, uh, I mean, that yeah. said, Greg Nicotero is like also a genius when he does still. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I just, but yeah, like he's better wanna, television. Yeah, it doesn't mean I want to hear him talk. Um, any other TV that you want to get into? Uh, not the stuff that I watch. I was pissed today. Yes. I haven't watched. I haven't watched any of Fargo. And I am checking my DVR today, and I'm like seven episodes of Fargo, and I realized I didn't change my settings to keep all episodes. It only kept the last seven mm. episodes of Fargo, so now I'm missing multiple weeks. So hopefully they'll uh, show some reruns, and you can. Yeah, because I, I heard you gush about it. I heard everyone gushing about it. So I definitely want to watch it. So um, yeah. Um, uh, has, the other TV. Go ahead. Has Sam gotten into the uh, what is it? The Great British Baking challenge or whatever it's called no she hasn't added that one to a repertoire all right well it's on netflix tell her to watch it she'll fucking love it <laughs> okay will do uh, i'll make sure to tell her that um uh yeah that's that's about it uh, like a lot of, I, I don't watch any of the hulu netflix any of that stuff so um yeah, Transparent came out. I haven't watched any of it yet. I, I got to catch up on a lot of stuff. It's fucking behind. And that'll do it for this episode of The Blank Slate, uh, part one of the big mullet and rich catch-up series. Uh, that is two parts. Uh, thank you very much for listening to The Blank Slate. And uh, if you don't already subscribe to us, please hit that subscribe button. You'll never miss an episode because this is sporadic as hell because it's The Blank Slate and we do what we want and we make our own rules. Um, also, tell a friend, leave a review. That'd be super dupes to the nth degree. You can always follow us along on Twitter, Blank Slate Pod. Uh, myself, Rich Cammy on Twitter. Your host, Mullet, for Mullet. Um, and, yeah, you could also find me, uh, Rich Cammy 4 on Instagram. Uh, you can shoot us an email, blankslatepodcast at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah, you could also find us on uh, podswoggle.com. Uh, we can find all the other shows and all the other episodes, a lot of cool stuff, uh, you know, brewing in the works. You could also go to arcadeaudio.net to check out our father, um, a really different brand of podcast that we're also getting into as well. So check that out. A lot of fun, cool stuff. Get hype, get down with your bad self. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, keep an eye out for part two, probably coming out tomorrow. Thanks. And, um, can go ahead and delete this now. Catch us later. This has been a pod swoggle network production. Visit podswoggle.com for more of that sweet, sweet entertainment.